It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to Eric's Family BBQ. BQ.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Thank you, Silence the Voice. Uh, we roll through another uh, day here in paradise. Clouds are mounting. Nerves raising. Brett makes a good point. Used to work at a car dealership, and I just got an email from a guy who said, uh, my uncle's gay. He said they're the greatest people to work. I work on his car all the time. Oh, yeah. And he says he doesn't care. Just fix everything. And that's what you were just saying. You said that yeah. when you worked at the dealerships that gay guys would be like, why are you calling me? Fix it. Yeah. They, they yeah. were the best because right. you knew you were going to make some money. I mean, it was in the – That's they would They would literally yell at the service writer. Why, just don't waste my yeah. time. I'm right, positive. Dude. Positive, I tell you, that the guys up at Larry H. Miller – and surprise, so I've taken my Jeep to my, that oil pump a couple weeks ago when it was going like 10 miles an hour and I couldn't figure it out. When they called me, I mean, just you, you might as well just call me and teach me some French. Hey, uh, your oil pump's out. We've got to change blah, 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 and the gig calculator. Okay. There was zero reason to tell me that. I other think Holmberg's yeah, gay, man. Yeah. Can, uh, <laughs> Holmberg is completely just, proved everything. And I was like, just fix that. <laughs> Right, that twink Holmberg's right. yeah. uh, Jeep's over there. Twink Holmberg's got his gig guy Jeep out there. <laughs> Call him up. Tell him that the gonculator's broken. Hey, Holmberg, we've got to fix your gonculator. You boys know what to do. <laughs> Just fix it. <laughs> the total comes out, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's so gay. I have nothing. You might as well call uh, Alt Lives over there, 93.3. They're going to have the same answers I've got. <laughs> you need a new fan. I don't know if I need a new fan. I'm feeling quite comfortable in this tempered air. Just fix it! <laughs> Not for your house. Ha- All right, never mind. Bye. <laughs> we'll fix it. Yeah, they call me up, and I'm like, I don't know what you want. Do you want a new one? Because then they told me, he's like, well, that oil pump. And I'm like, did it ruin anything else? No. I'm like, what's it going to cost? And he throws a number at me, and I'm like, well, you could trade it in for it. I'm like, no. 
Just man, you want to make a killing with your service department? Just do a sweet dance number oh, commercial. Man, yeah. We want a picture <laughs> of a car. Oh, you don't know a thing about an automobile. <laughs> well, we do. Yes, we do. Just fix it. Yeah, I need the B-52s to be my... <laughs> I got me a Chrysler, and it's not running. Just fix it, and I'll come running to you. Here's my car. Yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in car repair? Do you believe? I think something's wrong with my vehicle. What, what, what's wrong? Tin roof! Rusted! <laughs> That's not the problem. I got me a Chrysler. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't yeah. run. <laughs> <laughs> it starts to sound funny. So fix it, and I'll give you all my money. I don't care. I can't do car stuff. There's no reason to call me. And they do, because they have to. Yeah. Because they got to ask for the price. Because there's plenty of times that people come back. One more. What? Yeah, and what they, but he always says it like it's going to be worse than this. I get the call, it's like, you need a new oil pump. I'm like, all right. Well, how much? (sighs) Oof. You sitting down? About eleven hundred bucks. Oh, is that all? <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> is anything else going to get ruined for that time I'm four wheeling and blew up the gas? You can always tank. trade it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I said. Maybe I should just get a new one. Don't fix it. But I'm not trading in a broken car. You get less for that. Yep. You fix it and then trade it. I don't know what to do with it. I don't care anymore. I have no clue what to do. But you're right. If the gay guys are the ones, then they think I'm gay because I have – all I do is just – and the funny thing is that I man up to is like you get your oil pumps and, oh, man, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, man, what's that going to – probably – did that wreck any of the spark plugs? Huh? Anyway. <laughs> You got those tiny. What about up? that service writer that's like, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, it, it did. did. Well, and then I'd know. Because deep down I know when I'm getting <laughs> hustled. You get uh, two of your blanket shears are out, and you get a. Uh, like, That's not a thing. But I got nothing. Jay Gutentag just said she'd help me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. I'll send a dyke over, man. That'll help you. That's literally what her email says. <laughs> you don't have to feel weird about the AutoZone things. I'll send a dyke over. I think I <laughs> you might scare Julio fine. then, though. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> I have no idea. It becomes I think a I, territory deal. I'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny is that that's why I become friends with the people I become friends with in radio. Like uh, I was talking to Eric Bryan who does Precision Air and the new AC unit stuff. Yeah. I'm the same with that. I don't know. And, and, and that's Eric Bryan's pitch for his whole company. He's like, most people don't know anything about that stuff. And that's why these fly-by-night places come in and they'll rob you blind is because people sit and nod and like, oh, yeah, no, that's definitely a – I should probably get that. And he goes, and I go to people's houses, and they've got little attachments to their air units that are like little filters of some sort that they spent $1,200 on to, well, purifies the air, makes the air this, this, and this. And I see all these people that get snowed on these things because they're they're little tiny ones. $400 uh, duct cleaning. Well, that's a good thing. Getting your ducts clean is great. It is. But. There is – there's some that will say it's if they AC actually do it. Yeah. Yes. If they actually do it. You know what? do that actually. Dust so feels pretty good. Yeah, you know, people are – you have dust all through your house and stuff and you think it's because Arizona's dusty. It is. It's also because your air conditioner and your stuff are blowing crap all over. Yeah. yeah. I'm a just fix it gay with that too. I, there's so many things I'm just fix it gay with now. Every If it's electronic, just fix it gay. I, I, I You'll hear me in the house. It's all rotten. Just fix it. All right. This guy's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I'm like that 
it's almost cartoon flair. It's like I should have a handkerchief <laughs> around my neck. I'm almost remember the beginning, like in Grease Two, when they did the race. And the, oh no! <laughs> yeah, Stalker Jenny's neckerchief. Yeah, it was, or, it was yeah. yeah, no, it was Cha Cha that did it, right? Yeah, in yeah. Grease. She, that's it. it. I untie. And Natalie Wood did it in uh, Rebel <laughs> yeah. Without Scott. <laughs> and you take off your little tied ascot, and all right, boys, fight. Yeah. Uh, that's me, electron, and I'm terrible. And the older I get, the more I realize that this is going to get worse. Computers, forget it. I just buy a new one. I've had, we've got a drawer of old laptops. And yeah. then I saw in the news the other day this guy who does a thing where you it's to recycle your old electronics. I'm like, that's a good idea. I'm like, because I got a bucket of those, like old. I, got, I, I wanted to build. So this is another thing I'm not handy with. I had to almost hire out. I have every old cell phone I've ever had. Wow. I have all of them. And so I have the Palm Pilot two or thing? three Blackberries, the Palm Pilot, uh, every iPhone from one. I had a one, a three, a five, a seven, two eights, and I got an 8S now. Uh, I, I've got them all. And I wanted to wire up this piece of art with all of them, starting from oldest to newest, and have them spell out the word technology. Mm-hmm. And, but I started to work on it because all you have to do is plug in the chargers. Right. Nightmare, like the evolution <laughs> poster kind of deal. Sort of, yeah. But it, but each screen still works. But they're cracked or whatever. So a T E C H. And I thought it would be kind of neat because I know every live laugh love woman would buy this. Right. <laughs> but then you got to get all those old phones. So I started hooking up. And then I just get I got some. Uh, I talked to Larry's buddy Zach, who's a industrial engineer. I'm like, how hard would this be? It's not hard at all. I'm like, yeah. So then I started it back in the drawer. Like it was ten minutes. I'm like, I can't figure this. I can't figure out anything anymore. And it's and I the good news is I've talked to people in their twenties who are like I have no clue how anything works, so it's not an old man thing. It's just that things are so complicated, and the more you monkey with something, the bigger chances are you've got a bigger bill after that you broke more things. Even car guys, like new cars, you start playing around with them, you screw something up, the next thing you know, you've got everything's wrong. For Christ's sake, the one thing I could do they took away from me by putting a second battery that charges something else on my battery in my Jeep. So when the battery died. I almost blew myself up. I took the battery apart. I took the old battery out. I touched the battery cable, and it made a huge spark. I'm like, it's not attached to anything. It means it's working. Because <laughs> there's another battery underneath that battery that you got to dig out. I'm like, I didn't know that. And that's for that stupid auto start. Does your car have that? Yours is, you got a car from before 2018, right? Yep. Oh, brilliant. Because they don't have that stupid auto start. Do you have that on yours? Where it shuts off at lights for no reason. Oh no! Thank God. Lisa Mine's a seventeen. Jeep. It's the stupidest thing yeah. ever. It's not solving a single problem on this planet. It's dumb. But there seems a, like it would be harder on the engine for some. You'd reason, think but there's a button to just shut it off. There's like a right gimmick in front of me. to it too because it doesn't happen in hers at every at every light for some oh, reason. Oh really? Like well, it's a certain the amount of certain amount of time that is you're that sitting there, is? and if you, if, I think if you take a little pressure off the brake pedal, it'll. Oh, it'll, it'll oh it starts again. Yeah, it's awful. Or it just resets the timer. It doesn't, oh, yeah. you know. Well, that's what I told uh, the guys over there at uh, the dealership when, when I had the two batteries. <laughs> and he's like, you can get that second battery. And he's treating me like I'm an idiot. You get second battery. You need the auto start thing. And I'm like, well, I think you know what's coming. Two, three, just fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to talk. I'm a very busy guy. Car Sharks is on. <laughs> then Baywatch. Yeah. Baywatch, two episodes. <laughs> just fix it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. <laughs> I got nothing, man. I'm in it for the Baywatch episodes. That's why I'm here. Which, by the way, last night's episodes were fantastic. Ronnie's car, the battery, was dead because he had to jump it, open up the hood. It's not there. Looking. It's in the 15 trunk minutes. Where is it? <laughs> Yeah, it's all the way in the, the back. The Jeep Cherokee that I had. I stared at that for an hour. I'm like, there's got to be. Opened up where I thought the battery was and just a bunch of fuses. Well, that's not that. And it says battery. I'm like, uh-uh. Shut that. I'm like, oh, they mislabeled the box. Go online, YouTube, and for sake, YouTube. You, Brett. I'm yelling what at you right now. YouTube mechanics. Hey, my name's Brett. <laughs> Thanks for subscribing. I'm from Odessa. Thanks for subscribing to my channel. <laughs> Give me that thumbs up. Here's my dog. This is my dog Tex. This is my dog Rex. <laughs> Today we're going to go over the agonculator. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go over what you're trying to do. Looks like you're trying to change a battery on a 2017 Jeep Cherokee. Is that Let's bacon that I smell? Done. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> might as well be. And then he does some hip. It's a fast motion of him walking from whatever room he was in over to the car. I'm like, just get to the goddamn rat killing here. Quit with the Open up yeah. at your car. Let's start with what we got here. This Jeep Cherokee is a 2016 uh, Grand Cherokee package. It's got the. Uh, I don't care. How do you fix it? And you got to scrub forward 38 minutes. All right, now we're finally getting to it. Taking the doors off my uh, my Rubicon is a series of latches and unpluggings and all sorts of stuff, and then plug things back in. The video for it was an hour and 10 minutes. Because the dude wouldn't stop looking, going, you ever have that? Like, stop being my friend and just ABC this thing. Reminds me of the story my dad told me years ago. (laughs) In the old Jeeps, let's wander over to a CJ7 in 1983. In the old Jeeps, like, yes, they had, you just pulled the door off. There was no electronics in those. And it was a better time. Opportunity for the Just Fix It channel, YouTube channel. It's crazy. But, yeah, I'm a Just Fix It guy. Electronics. Uh, I'm trying to think, oh, geez, we all know that, that I, I almost had a handyman come over to fix my my uh, now-you-see-me-now-you-don't uh, sink faucet thing. Right. <laughs> oh, the batteries. Yeah, it took batteries. To tell, you guys didn't know either. That's no, the word I, I said no, I, I needed. I agree. Not a one of you in this room. We I don't have a touchless. I think Brett's even bougie. Said, somebody just emailed and said his battery pack. <laughs> I cleared out underneath the sink. I had blankets and stuff because I was going to get in there and work. I didn't know where to touch first. I'm like, just fix it. Just fix Hi, Shane. It's John. What's broken? I don't know. Come over and fix it. <laughs> and the best part is when we get our handyman, uh, you start saying stuff like, oh, I'm going to have him fix that sink. And then while we're at it, and I start finding all the other things I can't do. My toilet, for a year and a half, the guest toilet has had the flusher uh, not attached. It, you just tug the... You tug it out. It's a normal toilet, but where you normally – what is that thing called, the little handle? The bobber? No, no, not inside anything, the outside thing. The thing you actually touch oh, to flush lever. it, the handle. The lever, yeah. yeah. The handle. yeah. It came apart. And so it's now it's just the stick it was attached to with the handle on it, and it's hanging out the side, and it just wobbles. But if you grab it and pull it like a foot <laughs> – It'll pull the And so for a so year. Just put a pull chain on it. I'm thinking maybe that's not a bad idea. There's a double sink. We remodeled an entire bathroom five years ago. Double sink in there. Because I, 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 I can, des- again, gay, I can design the hell out of a bathroom. I, I 
saw it in a magazine and I made it happen. So I, I you know, shiplap and all this stuff. I'm like, this looks great. Hired the guys, got a new shower, all this stuff. The sink parts came and one of the sink parts was broken. Uh, the Whatever the thing is inside. My buddy Winston's brother worked at a plumbing place. He goes, he'll fix it for you. And I'm like, all right. And I, I just needed the part. To the, my mom like was in the, the bathroom. cap or the- uh, No, Brady. It's, in the, it's actually in the thing you lift for hot and cold water. But there's a little plastic piece missing. So when you turn it on, to the, it won't turn off. Gotcha. So you have to turn the water off at the, at the wall. It's like in the valve or something? Yeah, it's the valve. Okay. And there's a little piece. And you can see exactly the plastic part is broken. So I took it over to like like the hardware. And I'm like, eh. And I just show it to the guy. Eh. And he goes, we don't have those. Like he knew immediately. I'm like, oh. So then I took it to a plumbing supply. I'm like, we got to order that. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I'm like, that, I got it. Home Depot have it. Nobody had it. So I just put it back. Fast forward five years. My mom's at the house about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Kicking, kang, kicking, kang, kang, kang. Because I have it all. It looks like it's put together. It's not. It's just resting on it. So, so all the all the parts just flew off the top. I think I broke your sink. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just that, that one's well, for yes, show. Well, yes, you did. Use, this, use the other sink. That one's just for show. There's no functionality to it. Your toilet's broke. I'm well aware of that, Mom. It doesn't have the handle. Right. Okay. What are you? Are you going to fix it? Are you going to fix it? I could fix that. All right. Well, get to work then. But yeah, the whole thing. And then the, the toilet paper holder, that little tiny baby screw that keeps, I don't know where that went. So sometimes that comes oh. apart. The whole thing is just leaning on other stuff. Like all of that bathroom looks great, but just don't use it. Don't touch anything. <laughs> it's just it's fragile, precarious. But I'm gonna have that handyman come over here and just fix everything. I'm a. I think that's why I like my gay neighbors so much, because I can totally relate. Now I, the the most manly person in the cul-de-sac is Megan. There's. <laughs> I told you when I first moved into the house and the first house that I bought in Central Phoenix. Had the home warranty call them up. You know, usually that's an $80 sure. deductible Visit. thing that you have to pay. Yeah. AC's not turning on. <laughs> we'll send someone right over there, sir. <laughs> What's your name again? Uh, What's the name of the company? $80. Here you go. All right, let's take a look at it. Follow me. <laughs> you have to go with him? Yeah. He's I like, how, well, I'm, I'm showing him. AC's right. not switching on. Well, let's take a look at the uh, fuse box. Oh, here you go. Switch the fuse on over here. <laughs> oh. It's the turn on button. It's all fixed, sir. Yep. Thank you, sir. Oh. Hey, thank you. Uh, it was that dreaded on switch. <laughs> sir, have a nice day. And don't forget to breathe. Yeah. Well, I'm the best. I mean, I think those guys who fix stuff at your house love me because they come over and I'm the opposite of most dudes. Like, I'll go and show them, like, here's where it is. All right. And this is where I become useless. Bye. <laughs> If you need me, I'll be inside watching Card Sharks. Card Sharks is on? Yeah, it's the buzzer channel. It's kind of hard to find. <laughs> but I watch Card Sharks and Match Game while some man in my house does the real work. It's crazy. So just fix it. I'm a, I'll have a T-shirt made with my face on it and two thumbs up. Or my, my little pink ascot like Pinky Tuscadero. Just fix it. I have no problem with that. But it's hey, funny you say that about the gays because I got an email from a guy whose brother's gay. Eggleston's going to put you in a lineup of the B-52s in his next picture. I'm telling you. <laughs> that, that's got to happen. Yeah, get us a photo. Fred Holmberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. And I dread it. I dread that. And I have to like, I have to make the girl call. You can't call as a man another. I cannot call a handyman and tell him, I need some stuff done around here. What? Well, the, the now you see me, now you don't sink doesn't work. What the hell are you talking about? The thing that, you know, the sensor? Oh, yeah, that's it. 
So what do you do? I should, I see me now, you don't. You just show up late and go, oh, I could have had this handled. I don't no. know why you called this guy. I just, I act so busy at the computer. And I just fumble around with papers. Like, I'm constantly working on it. And I tell them, just because it's my insecurities. I'm like, I got, I got uh, in quarterly investment taxes, and it's kicking my ass. And just to make them feel like, oh, that guy's just rolling in money or something. I don't know. I try to make me feel more like a success. Because <laughs> I'm such a failure when it comes to that stuff. But any, come to my now house. I think about it on the fixing part of it. You're right. You ever seen a Miata pulled over on the side of the road? <laughs> They're always fixed. <laughs> Great point. Because <laughs> gay guys don't mess around once it starts making a funny noise. Well, we can't have this. Fix that. Come to my house anytime you're at my house and take a picture off the wall. Behind it is the most acne stained wall of hammer holes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the pictures are just there to cover up all the misses. I'm terrible. So, sorry. To all you men out there, I get it. But again, can you do Tommy Lee Jones spot on? Do you ever get paid for your voices? No. So you got a skill and I got a skill. Back off. You can't fix your own car. What kind of man are you? You can't do a spot on Billy Bob Thornton? Yet every Friday they're telling you, just yeah. dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dance, monkey. Because <laughs> I can't do what you do. <laughs> it's a trade-off. <laughs> it's a trade-off. I'm here to tap dance for your ass like some sort of a twink. And you're there to fix all the grease and stuff because I don't want to get my hands filthy. They're soft. Symbiosis. I like how soft my hands are. I had a dude shake my hand years ago. And I mean burly, thick, ham hand. And he shook my hand. He goes, you ever did a day work in your life? (laughs) And he could tell by touching my soft, jerking hands. a lot of lotion. You have no idea how hard I work. Buttons, buttons, so many buttons. Mr. Garland, big fan. (laughs) (laughs) Clang, clang, clang with the AC. (laughs) Pull up your pants. Yeah, I'm terrible about it, and I'm embarrassed, but I'm doing absolutely nothing to fix it myself or to become more handy. Although I'll tell you what I'm good with, uh, a ratchet set. I can... I can eyeball and guess the size of. You're a good a sizer. Oh, I very rarely miss. I mean, if I the over under on me picking the right one is one, and I got a set of two hundred and twenty, and I'll look down at that thing and I'll look at it and I'm like, mm. lock it's it like on concentration. Boom, nailed it. And I, I am great at that. I can hand you tools. That's all my dad allowed me to do. Hand him stuff. I was never allowed to touch anything, ever. When we washed the car. I was only allowed to wash the tires. I wasn't allowed to touch the vehicle. <coughs> I don't blame them. I was I an El Camino. Of, of, you know, well, it was not just an El Camino. An Somebody SS. posted online. Yes. <laughs> right. This thing was, it was his pride and joy. It was the ugliest car I've ever seen. Hindsight, it was green and black. Hunter green. It was worse than your Outback color green. It was deep, dark, ugly That's green. good-looking rig. Like a weird brown leather. And uh, Forest Green with the gold package, and our neighbor Wayne would come over all the time. Is that and go, what you got? Dude, the green. oh, his Outback. You yeah. never saw his Outback. I, I oh vaguely remember it, barely. Brady likes wagons, but he took it to a new level there. That was the ugliest. Next to my dad, why were you driving a Lesbrew? Well, I wanted to try it for a year and a half. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You thought <laughs> it was cool. I was. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. What year was it? He was ridiculed the day he pulled into the parking lot. Me and Jim Wilson saw it. Let's go. Look at my new ride. Sweet. And we're laughing. That's the ugliest car I've ever seen. Is that a rental? No, I just bought it. Two sunroofs, weather channel. 95. Inside of it was 
opaque black. It was it was Janny black. It was so dark inside there. That I think the inside of his car was one of the Lost Boys of the Sudan. It was so <laughs> black. But the front oh, it was the a front seats were a sheep cover. Oh, Man, was, and they smelled, they smelled like the uh, sweat in the summer. <laughs> but yeah, my dad said my Wayne would come over. He goes, "Is this this? It's the coolest car in the neighborhood, Krager Mags." And, and that's how only reason I know I can talk a little car is like Krager Mags on that thing. It had a blower or something. I don't know what the hell that is. It's loud. There's Brady's Les Beru up on the TV. <laughs> it was the you bought most- that? <laughs> yeah. Sure did. Yeah. With pride. Wow. And you know what he did at the Subaru dealership? It was like, uh, sir, you sure? I'll take it. <laughs> My wow. short-haired sister's going to love this car. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. What was yours, like a 95? Yeah, that's what I was figuring. 95 or 96. It's the ugliest. That is terrible. Yeah, it, it, besides the Pontiac Aztec, there the we Subaru go. Outback of the mid nineties. That's, that's, that's right, it. right that's there. It. It had for... the mud flaps. Oh yeah, <laughs> the rally mud flaps. <laughs> that you need that in Arizona. You were rolling through. <laughs> Although the rims were uh, nicer than that. One. Yeah, but that's, that's very base. Mean. It was loaded. You know, it was loaded with ugly. weather band. Yeah, the weather band channel. The weather, you know, just in case I run into any. Jim Wilson and I sat in that car. Well, Brady told us all of its features. There she is. We could (laughs) not tell at all if Brady was kidding. We couldn't believe (laughs) we couldn't believe he bought it. And then the features he's pointing out: mud, got the mud flaps, double sunroof, weather band. And I'm like, (laughs) he's kidding. None of this stuff sells anything. I'm like I, my eyebrows just permanently went. Jim's looking and he goes, "This is his car." And I'm like, "I think it is all wheel drive." He meant it, which you never used. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to use it. It's all yeah. wheel drive all the time. I'll take it. <laughs> about a year and a half into that, yeah, and then it sat That's in the garage. Well, it yeah, but I think there yeah. was. I think it would have lasted long. How long all his cars last, Brett? But that's true. Yeah, if, if he makes a two-year mark with a car, it's, it's a crazy. record. And there's, there's there's truth to the idea that uh, he was ridiculed out of the Outback a little faster than I think <laughs> that one might have lasted a while. I think you actually liked the Outback quite a bit until the teasing was. It was relentless. Yeah, there's uh, occasionally there's there's a wagon every once in a while that you like my wagons. Mind. Yeah. I don't know what that's from. Didn't you the avalanche last a while. Yeah, I went through. Oh, he had three, three of them. Three. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, all right. Traded well, one you, you think all three were one? Yeah, no, yeah. it's three. Oh, different okay. Ones. And in all fairness, right. a Mexican traded one of his in by smashing it across Twenty Fourth Street in Canada. That's true. So yeah. the one trade in wasn't really your fault. <laughs> but you got the big Lego avalanche when those came out. Yeah, big plastic one, and then the nice one, the really nice one. You've had a lot of cars since I've known you. I spin them. I don't do it like I used to, but I used to get rid of them pretty quick. But not anymore. I've had the same. I, this is the oldest car I've ever had. I got that 2012 Jeep. Ninety thousand miles. I've never had a car with more than like fifty five. Got ninety thousand. Running miles. like a champ. And it's running like a top. Got a new oil pump on it because I fixed it. Oh, I didn't. I paid for it. <laughs> but I got a. You know, I got a hand in that. I've paid for it. They did the work. I'm in on that. I'm the executive producer of this picture. <laughs> Without my money, Thanks, you're not fixing that. Somebody's got to find it. You make it. the show happen. I'm, yeah, I'm fronting the whole system here.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like one of those uh, gay Jews in Hollywood. I'm taking care of everything. John, my boyfriend is an electrician for one of those home warranty companies. Really, 90% of the calls he tells me are just showing new homeowners how to reset a GFI. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was a... Push the button right in the middle. Handyman had to come over and... Wow! Adjust <laughs> my fire alarm thing. Because that's all interconnected. I didn't know which oh, one yeah, started yeah. it. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. Somebody else can do it. Oh, those are the worst. It's like, a nightmare. Because they're wired in and then like a battery goes dead in one of Why is there a battery yeah. if it's on an alarm? I if it's agree. wired in. Uh, this is the same thing I was talking to you off the air about yeah. with oil. Why can't I pour new oil into old oil and just change the air filter? And the worst part That's is... a better system. Identify the chirp. Why? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know. You're running around the house like a jerk-off for <laughs> a half hour. Going, That's my day-to-day. Day. <laughs> Mine's attached to the alarm thing. So if it gets going too long, fire trucks show up. Oh, shit. I don't know what to do. I just turn everything off. I go outside and I just turn the electrical off. The whole house shuts down. When I was renting that house after my divorce, he, he had uh, he had the the Nest fire alarms in every room, uh. and so it was one of the first generations too. So before they had it perfected, and this thing would just like rant and it would talk to you too. So I remember getting off overnights at ten thirty in the morning, which is the middle of the night for me. Right. All of a sudden, fire in bedroom. I'm like, what the? <laughs> and I jump up and I'm screaming. The like Fred from the B-52s. Ah, <laughs> There's a flaming thing in this house. And then the worst Not part me. is it was on a – so I finally figured out which one it was, and it was it was the highest one in the vaulted ceiling. So it was like 12 feet in the air. So oh. I'm standing there in my underwear with an extension ladder trying to <laughs> right. change this damn thing. Well, now the code is they have to be attached. So when I did the stuff at my house and you do – a new th- it has to all be attached to the other Thank room. God my house isn't like that. So if you ever do any work on your house or an addition, if you do an addition, right. it all has to be tied all back. Of it? All oh, of it? Oh, man. It all has to be one solid set. You can't have – in the olden days, you could just go buy a fire thing and plug and stick it to your ceiling. Yeah. Not anymore. It has to be wired all through for new stuff like that. So our house was built in the 70s, so it was, it, there's one fire alarm in the hallway. That's, that's it. And a carbon monoxide thing, too, yeah. has to. I got two of those. I, and that one's just off. I just took that off. I don't – I'm not really afraid of that. If it happens, it happens. And that sounds peaceful to me, to be honest with you. It's going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> the house fills up with carbon monoxide, and I don't know it. That's a nice – Maybe one time you you know, kind of wake up, you're laying down, you're really relaxed. God, I, got, I got a headache. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling tired. a little dizzy. But I do that every I'll day. I'll sleep it off. I, look, this right now, I'm sleeping about an hour a night, pretty solid. A carbon monoxide leak would be a sweet, sweet release for me. I think that would be pretty nice. I'm looking forward to it. That's a good way to go. Oh, carbon monoxide poisoning. The chirp happens peaceful. on one of mine. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. I replace all the yeah, well, nine volts all the batteries. Yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, I do too. Because that's just a sign that they're all done. Yeah, truly, when they say he died doing what he loved, a carbon monoxide leak would be perfect for me. Because sleeping is the thing I love more than anything in the world. You just gotta hope it doesn't happen mm. when you got the ass and the Oculus out. Oh, that God, I didn't even think of that. Can you die? I don't think I can die in that short a period of time. I don't think carbon monoxide's that effective. Like, while I'm jerking off, I'm taking in too much carbon. <laughs> oh, oh, sleepy. Gotta finish. Gotta finish.
<laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a strange world, but anyway. Good night, and August. Speaking of things that should be dead, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield are going to fight for sure. Oh, he accepted it? May, May, it 29th. May 29th. Wow. In a couple months, those two climb back in the ring in their 50s, which is just proof that the world is bored with what the next generation has to offer. This is sad. This is this is more of a uh, a kick what, in the is nuts. Is it happening at the villages? Where are they? I don't know. It should it should happen at the villages? <laughs> it's more of a kick in the nuts of people under the age of thirty five of how uncreative and boring you are. That we have to have all this stuff recreated. I started thinking about this the other day. All this stuff that we've got on TV in the movie theaters and everything else is all stuff that has happened in my life already. And they're just redoing it. And that's just, that is truly an insult to the people under the age of 35 that you've come up with nothing. So we're just going to fight our guys again. We're fighting Tyson and Holyfield in their mid 50s because you haven't come up with anything good. And we get some good heavyweight fighters right now and everything, but nobody's interested in anything new. It's all nostalgia. Everything's nostalgia. And I don't think there's ever been a time where the entire population craves nostalgia more than right now. I mean, there's always and been maybe a, the you know the year that we had the previous year that we have maybe kicks it up even no, higher. It's been going on for a long time. I mean, go right down. I mean, go back 15 years to that terrible Crystal Skull Indiana Jones movie. People lost their minds for that stuff. We're doing. I remember when they did Psycho Two, and it was 1983. Three, yeah, it's like 21 years after the original Psycho, and everybody's like, "What's this? Why?" Nobody was really clamoring. It was only a 20-year gap. Now, 35 years go by, and we're like, oh, new Indiana Jones. Oh, we lose our minds over the dumbest stuff because it's not it, – everybody's the crazy old man. That's, I was better when I had this. And video games all go backwards. Minecraft is just 8-bit – or 16, whatever it is, recreation for a new – but it made us excited. got the parents back in. Some of those games that Toledo was showing yesterday for the, the – the new releases. Yeah. It's like, what is yeah. really? We got PS5s for this? Yeah. I could do this with an Atari. Tyson Holyfield makes me sad as a boxing fan because I know there's a ton of great bo- boxing's ruined itself. There's no question it's destroyed itself. It probably was, Brett, better when your people were in charge of it and, and there were no. People were none the wiser. Well, they were <laughs> wise to it, but there was no other option. Like, yeah. you don't have 16 different belts. You don't have five guys in three different weight classes that are two pounds apart and. It's just too convoluted, too hard to follow. So you I knew, don't see the champions' uh, boxing league, you know, like that. The age. seniors, yeah. yeah, the senior boxing. It's league. getting it's close. Though. We're doing it. Yep. You, I mean, I mean, Roy Jones Jr. and Tyson's fight. Now Tyson's got to go fight Holyfield. What's next? Foreman. And this isn't even a great time. Foreman. Will, he's eighty. He'll do it. Why not? Uh, this is. I mean, that was a. That was a really people who don't like boxing don't care. But in the 90s, we had a really nice lineup of heavyweight fighters. It was probably the best group of fighters since Muhammad Ali and, you know, Foreman and Frazier and uh, Kenny Norton and all those, you know, John Tate and all those giants of the 70s that were, and Spinks, Jesus, that, I mean, you just keep going down the list. In the 90s, we had that list, but Tyson was knocking out any pretender. And then so it felt like there were only three good fighters. And he couldn't beat him. So and then, dominant. and then, of course, he goes to jail and ruins it all. But I mean, if you if you want to look at the a real powerful time for heavyweight boxing, the nineties were it. Yeah. But we never got to see the fights because the Tyson's rapes and like Bo Holyfield was great. But if, if you've seen Riddick Bo, I mean, as he aged, he just ballooned. Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson would be fun to watch again. But Buster Douglas is six thousand pounds, so I don't even know if he's still alive. But so all this nostalgia and stuff, I'm actually. 
as a person who this should be appealing to, going the other way. Like, I don't want to see this. This is sad. These are old men fighting. I don't want to watch. I never wanted to watch old people play sports or do anything. And I certainly don't want to watch Indiana Jones at age 85 walking around all decrepit. It's pathetic. Clint Eastwood bringing back Dirty Harry now when he's 90 would be the saddest thing in the world. Why are we doing this? Come up with a new idea. And I put it on the next generation. Where's your ideas? You guys suck. Francis McDormand wins a, an Academy Award every year because she's the only good one left. And it's just movies about 60-year-old ladies walking around. Buster That's the is, best idea they got. Buster's two weeks away from 61. Buster Douglas is 61? I don't want to watch him do anything. Here's a note to everybody. Pretty good at video games. I don't want to watch anybody in their 60s do anything. Period. Name the last time he said, man, you know, I know the 60-year-old guy that entertained the tar out of you doing this. I really don't want to watch anybody. Comedy? Maybe. A little acting? Sort of. But I'd much rather watch... And sports? News to look at Buster's big, giant head. He ain't fighting again. He looks like King Hippo from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, what that's exactly what he'd be if they did a fight. And he was a behemoth. Yeah, you, you know, Hassan Rahman. But as far as boxing, I mean, back in the 90s, I mean, that's that's all you had was was boxing and wrestling, basically. But now you got UFC yeah. and everything else. I mean, you think that's... But even a, then, UFC still drags out the old names. Like, they try to get Pierre and uh, Shamrock and Ortiz. They, they've been dragging their old guys back yeah. in because they've got no interest in their young fighters. I mean, that whole thing, that's the Conor McGregor thing. They got like, too many of them. They got way too many, yeah. and they just oversaturated, which is what boxing did, which is why it's boring to Money makes on the sidelines. Yeah. I love boxing. I can't keep up with who's what and where. I know about 12 boxers that I like, and that should be where it stops. There's 600 of them. Undercards are 14 fights long. But this nostalgia thing, is it's bad like to me it's just it's really an insult to younger people that you can't come up with new ideas and when you do they suck because they're just on youtube and you're walking through other person's accomplishments i'm celebrating someone else's life by having a party at this great big house and that's a youtube show there's a few creative things but nothing major and entertainment has greatly overestimated its importance to us through this pandemic it's we just went back and watched reruns of stuff that's why those uh i mean the resurgence of the classic TV shows, everything. Sure. Are, I watch ratings are the Heroes big. and Icons channel on my low-cast low thing, yeah. which is just local channels that you can get for free. I don't know why I even pay for All I do is watch game shows and Baywatch and Monk and House is on there and Jag. I didn't even like those shows, but they're just something. It's just it's Nobody's come up with anything better. The Masked Singer, I got to listen to... Randy Jackson every week, sit there and name that tune, which, by the way, is an old idea. That's All right, dog. We're going to make this happen tonight, dog. That's entertaining. It is funny. because <laughs> It's not supposed to be. Yeah, you hit sparks shoot out of his joints because <laughs> the Tin Man is sitting there trying to fi- We got to play some music, dog. You got to fight for your life right now. No, he doesn't. He has to name that tune. What are you talking about? Man, that's a Mark Ronson beat. Okay, thank you, Randy. Your, your participation here is limited. He is. He's as useful as Chuck E. Cheese was as far as walking around and doing stuff. He sits in that chair in that red coat. All right, dog. Randy, what do you think? He's got name tunes now, dog. Yeah, well, at least you understand the concept. <laughs> he is. I, there's something wrong with him. Like, you watch. Yeah. Some ain't right with Randy Jackson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's got a disease or what, or if they had, is that liposuction he got sucked out way too much of his fat and he's still dizzy from it? Because now he's just this weird pipe cleaner shaped man in a red coat. Who talks about life and death too much during a game show? It's a tough one right there, dog. 
Got to survive. Get a ventilator now. What? He's almost like Mick Mars or Motley Crue. They yeah. just wheel him out on stage, Stick put him, him there. there. There you go. And, and he can only play like, all right, you can name that tune in five notes. And then Randy's decrepit hand hits there and just one note of ding, 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 ding. There you go, dog. Them's your five notes. He does cry when he plays Journey songs. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't talk to him anymore. Sentimental. It's weird. Yeah, we got to come up with new ideas and leave it to the next generation. Something new, something exciting. There's no, like, phenoms. There's musical phenoms that do a Lipa, you know. She's pretty good. I've heard about her. She's pretty solid. Put my mind at you. Don't get me started. Uh, it's just fix it. Yeah, just fix it. Where's my Dua Lipa? I just turn up Dua Lipa while they're at it. <laughs> pretty please. Oh, you're a homosexual. Oh, I'll just twink. Yeah, I'll just, just fix we'll it. Just I'm fix sorry. It. I didn't know. I won't bother you with phone calls. Please don't. <laughs> Thanks, sugar boo. <laughs> and then I move on. Sugar boo. I learned that sugar boo. I'm levitating. Anyway, the Milky Way. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? <laughs> the Wake Up Song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. Uh, with all the with all the snow going, the storms that hit up north, make sure you head on in there, get your gear, rentals, purchases, whatever they got. Josh and the boys will take care of you. And if you're going to be hitting the trails, they definitely got the new pivots in stock. So check them out at Action Ride Shop on Facebook as well as on Instagram. And uh, let's see here, as soon as I can get my gimpy, <laughs> Your one my gimp hand. list there up here. Uh, three Days Grace on the list. Mud Vein, considering we were talking about the shrimp in the vein yes. a little bit earlier this morning. Uh, Fear Factory Cars for you. Uh, Pantera, <laughs> Nonpoint, Jackal making the list. Is that the redo of the uh, Here in My Car? Yeah, oh, yeah okay. the old Gary Newman yeah. song. Uh, Mastodon, System of a Down, Static X. Gary Newman's Chromax. in on that. Gary Newman's on yeah, that. Yeah, He's like, he did a they lot did of They did a great cover of that. Amazing. Let's do that. Because they did do a cool version of the yeah. That is cool. When we did that uh, Sodomizing Lindy, Linda cover of covers, we did this one, and I thought it would be boring. It was yeah. one of the more fun ones. Really? Do. Yeah, we had a blast. That was a good one. Because I'd never really paid attention to how good that version was. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they did a nice job of stepping it up. I love the original version, no, too. Was, that was one of my Columbia tape things came, and it was the mistake, the the choice of the month and i didn't fill it out in time so they just sent you the thing and it was gary newman's deal oh nice and that's the only song that was on it but i think my dad was ready to kill me because it was just non-stop here in my car i feel safest yep fix it dad it was kind of a gay electronic song at the time <laughs> my dad wasn't pleased uh yeah let's do it cars fear factory and uh, right after my rant about uh, stop remaking stuff here's a remake <laughs> that i love takes you back oh my gosh Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.